today's message is exciting. It is by faith. Well, we talk about be faith quite a bit. But uh, do you know what it means, what it's about? What all it entails, right? We say faith, we mention faith. Follow the faith, we're in the faith, we live by faith. What does faith mean? Uh, where did it come from? I love the fact that faith is not used in the Old Testament. Can you believe that? Now, faithful, and there's a couple places it was used. Faithful, it's used in the word faithful, and uh, where a generation of children would have no faith. Uh, but that's the only time faith, the word, ow, is used. I can't move around enough in this thing. It doesn't work. That's the only time faith is used uh, in the Old Testament, the word, right? Um, but. We will learn about it here, and uh, and hopefully you can you can grab hold of faith, your faith, the faith. Learn about faith, um, and operate in faith because it's all about faith. That's the entire thing. The entire book is about having faith. So if we don't know what that is. It'll be difficult for us to attain that. Um, and you must know it's not by works or the law, but it's by faith. So it's one of the most important and foundational doctrines. Um, you see the five doctrines at the end of Hebrews 6, one of those being faith in God. Right? And so those are the principal doctrines, the first works, or the uh, first principles of Christ, um, and it's an important doc doctrine, so we're going to speak about faith today, um, and, uh, and hopefully uh, it will impact your life, and you can take something away, um, Lord God's in your name. But let's go uh, uh, to the biblical definition, I say biblical Good to define words in the Bible by the Bible itself instead of just Webster's. It's good to find what the words mean in Scripture. So if you go to uh, Hebrews chapter 11, Hebrews chapter 11, I'm going to get this thing now while we're off track. Hebrews chapter 11, starting in verse 1. Because now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. 
So, if that was not confusing enough, it should be. It should be confusing. It should be, you should scratch your head. Right? It is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence, right? Evidence of things not seen. It is totally invisible. But it is what is hoped for. But there's evidence as well to this, this substance that you cannot see. It might seem a little confusing to some. Um, but I'll give you some full things to think about here. Uh, if we go to the Old Testament, right? First slide. The Old Testament, faith is believing, right? So you won't see the word faith. Uh, really, but you'll see believe, right? You'll see the word believe, which is um, to have faith in or to trust. Uh, the wonderful uh, thing about believe in the Old Testament, and you'll find this interesting, it is uh, the Hebrew word all men. Isn't that cool? So it's the Hebrew word, amen. That's where we get amen from. It means to believe. That's You can look it up. It's amazing. Um, <clears throat> this is the root Hebrew word, amen, which is branched off of amen, and which is uh, at the end of the Psalms, which is where... Um, we see so many times in Scripture they say Amen after after a song or after a verse. You'll see Amen. That goes all the way back to the Hebrew word um, All Men, which is faith um, to believe. And so this is what we see in the Old Testament. And so when I when I read these scriptures, uh, when it says believe, it says Amen, right? Um, so interesting the fact, and that's that's important because every time we pray, when we finish our prayers, we understand so be it, right? But the root of that word is belief, and that makes a lot more sense. We say our prayers, and <laughs> we say believe, right? We need to believe in what we are asking of God. We need to believe. It says anything, we'll get into that. I've got lots of scriptures to cover. You know me. I'm going to load you down, get your pen ready, or uh, if you have a good memory, or forget it all. You know, uh, we do a couple of things after service. But hopefully you'll write it down, remember it, live by it. It, it is, it is uh, it's very interesting. So 
Genesis 15, 6 is really the first time we see it here. And it says, and he believed, he, amen, right? He believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. Right? This is where the first covenant began. This is God talking to Abraham. And it says he believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him. He credited it. Right? It's not something Abraham had, but God added it to his account. It's not anything Abraham necessarily worked for. All Abraham did was believe what God told him, and the Lord counted it to him for righteousness. We go down to Moses, we'll see Exodus 14.31. And uh, during the words of Moses here, it says, And Israel saw the great work which the Lord did upon the Egyptians. And the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. Right. Same word, amen. Same word there, believe. <clears throat> I love this one. Psalms 27, 13. I had fainted. <coughs> Unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Right? I had fainted. It would have been too much. I would have just passed out. It would have been enough. Unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Psalms 116.10 says, I believe. Therefore I have spoken. I was greatly afflicted. They believed. They had faith. Therefore, they spoke. Psalms 119.66 Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I have believed thy commandments. I love this one. Because it didn't say he perfectly lived by them, did it? It just said he believed them. Yeah. That's good. I believe. I put my trust in these commandments. I put my faith in these commandments. Not that I can obtain any of them. But he believed. That's good. That's faith and law. All working together right there. That's, just, that's, that's amazing. To believe in the commandments. Proverbs 14, 15. Oh, this word gets real simple. The simple believeth every word. But the prudent man, that means cunning, crafty, wise in his own conceit. The prudent man looketh well to his going. The simple believe every word. Think of an old song. It's not a gospel song. Mama told him that. Just be a simple kind of man. That's all you got to do. Not exactly the best hymn. It's talking about being free, yeah. Just be a simple man. Believe every word. 
Believe it. Put your trust, put your faith in every word. Don't be prudent. Isaiah 28, 16. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion, see, we talked about this last week, for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation, he that believeth shall not make haste, shall not worry, right? Shall not be confounded. Again, Isaiah 53, who hath believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Right? This is the prophecy about the man of many sorrows, about the Messiah that was to come. Isaiah is crying out with the Lord saying, Who hath believed our report? Who has really put their faith in Jesus? Who hath believed? That's the prophet of God speaking to God about God's message that he's telling his people. Who hath believed, Lord? He's looking and it seems like there's not many. Who hath believed, God? Our report. Daniel 6.23 Then was the king exceeding glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of that den. So Daniel was taken out, up, out of the den, and no matter, no manner of hurt was found upon him, because he believed in his God. And of course, my favorite Jonah three five. So the people of Nineveh believed God, proclaimed a fast, and put on sackcloth. From the greatest of them, even to the least of them. God spared them. So we, that's where we see faith in the Old Testament. Amen. That's it. Right? Um, I think it's very revealing there. Because the Old Testament, you had to live by the law. You had to live by your word. Now, God was still moving in faith, we will see, because the law came so that we would know we need faith. Because righteousness could not be counted to you, could not be credited to you by your works alone. You cannot do it. You will never be able to do it. When we learn about faith here, you're going to realize we're in a whole heap of trouble unless we have faith. Right? We talked a little bit about it this morning. Um, but now we'll get into it, okay? We'll get into what is New Testament faith, right? Uh, we learned right there, and that's all the verses. I went through That was all, Old Testament. You see how <laughs> just, just a handful about believing in God, which is just mind-blowing because, you know, uh, the whole Bible is about faith, but just particularly a handful there in the Old Testament that talk about believing, um, putting your faith in, trusting God. So we'll learn here. Pull the sleeves up. 
about New Testament faith. Again, we'll read in Hebrews, um, Hebrews 11, 1. Since this is New Testament, this is what faith is. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We go to Mark 11, 22. And Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, That whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, And shall not doubt in his heart, But shall believe that those things which he saith Shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he he hath said. Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Now, the moment you pray, you do not see. You see that? It's not there. You pray for a spouse that's not saved, you don't see a saved spouse. You're praying for a situation that isn't resolved. You don't see a resolved situation. But you have to pray in faith of what you're hoping is the will of God. And if you know the will of God, then you'll believe that it is. Okay? So, the will of God is to be free from addiction, right? We know that. And so, if we're bound in addiction, or we know someone that's bound in addiction, then when we pray, despite their addiction, despite what they have going on, we pray the will of God over their life, that they be totally free, every chain broken. And then we believe it, right? We don't pray thinking... They'll never stop. We don't pray saying they'll have that to the, to the very end. No, you pray believing that God will move on their behalf. Or any situation that we come, ag- come up against, uh, you'll never be able to see it first. It will never happen. And even if it did happen, it wouldn't matter. Why? Because he showed the Israel... All the signs in Egypt, and they still didn't believe. <laughs> they come out of Egypt rejoicing and shouting, but having faith for all that God has done, and then they, they got the wilderness and did the same old thing. They didn't believe in thing. Wandered around in the wilderness, even though they seen everything God could do. Jesus said, even if one rose from the dead, they still wouldn't believe. And lo and behold, they still don't believe in Jesus. He was, he was talking about himself. Uh, even though he, he rose Lazarus from the dead, too. Uh, they wanted to kill him. But it's talking about things that you cannot see. The substance of things you cannot see. But the evidence uh, of things... The, the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Faith is not something you will be able to see. But there will be evidence. It will come to pass. Right? You will not see it first. You will see it later. Um, you will, you know, you have to go to prayer secretly 
before you get rewarded in the open. Mm -hmm. There's always faith is a journey. It's it's not just here and there. It's it's a process. Mm -hmm. John 20, 27. And he's talking to Thomas here. Then he said to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger and behold my hands. Reach hither thy hand and thrust it to my side. And be not faithless, but believing. Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. See, this is after the resurrection. <coughs> Thomas is doubting, and that's why he's called doubting Thomas. Lacking faith. He says, I will not believe until I see his hands and put my fingers in them and his side. I won't, I won't believe. Jesus said, okay, Thomas. Give me what you want here. Showed up to Thomas. Thomas answered and said, my Lord and my God. And Jesus said, Thomas, as you have seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet, believe. Right? That's the essence of faith. Not seeing, but yet believing. Right? Even within your own life. If you don't see where God wants you to be, if you're not there yet, faith is about believing where God wants you to be. Where God is taking you. Uh, what God is doing in your life. How God will free you. <clears throat> and it's believing that all authority is in his name to do that. It's believing that all authority was given to the name of Jesus. On, in heaven and in earth. And that we can use that name. In authority to make a difference. Yeah. If not, then what are we doing? Right? We're given that name. We are to have faith in that name. Faith. Okay. Then what? Then something will change. Mm -hmm. That things will happen. That it's not just a story. That we can actually believe things we don't see yet. Um, the biggest evidence of this is a life changed. You can't see someone's life change. It just happens. I mean, you see the outward effects, but you, you can't see when God takes a person and changes them. That's all invisible. It's all internal. But yet, by faith, they're a new creation. They're totally different. They're totally new. It's exactly what happened to me. Totally different. Totally new. Why? And it wasn't anything that I could see. I didn't have any concrete evidence. I couldn't see anything. I had to decide, based off what I heard, to believe. Yeah. Uh, just, like, just like Thomas there. Thomas, you believe because you're saying, Blessed are them that believe without seeing. Faith is stepping out into the dark. And have no idea where you're going to go. Faith is doing something for God where you're completely terrified. Mm -hmm. 
And there ain't no way it's going to happen unless God has your back. Faith is saying, I'm going to stand when everybody else crawls. I'm going to stand on what I believe in. Um, and, you know, it's just difficult because you cannot see it. You can't necessarily measure it or put your finger on it or accurately describe something that's invisible. Uh, but it's what we build our lives on. It's found in the Word of God. I give you the word of God. It's the only thing uh, that will stand, right? Okay. Um, <clears throat> whatsoever we ask, right? Let's see here. Acts 15, verse 7. And when they and when there had been much disputing, Peter rose up and said unto them, Men and brethren, ye know how that a good while ago God made choice among us that the Gentiles by my mouth should hear the word of God uh, of the gospel and believe and God which knoweth the hearts bear them witness giving them the Holy Ghost even as he did unto us and put no difference between us and them listen this this is wonderful purifying their hearts by faith uh, there's a wonderful wonderful thing that faith does it purifies your heart. <coughs> Number one thing. It's going to purify your heart. Yeah. You're worried about having a wicked heart? Have faith. Yeah. See, you can't go in reverse. And that is what I'm trying to get through to you. It's what I try to get through to everybody. Everybody tries to do it in reverse. Let's purify my heart, and then I'll be worthy enough to serve God. You can't do it. Yeah. You serve God, yeah. and He purifies your heart. Yeah. Right? You start with faith. And then he does the work. Everybody tries to do it in reverse order. They all fall flat. By faith, God will purify your heart. You say, I, I just don't know why I think this way. I don't know why I do these things. I don't want to do these things. Have faith. You, put your, you say, God, I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't want to do this. You begin to put your faith in God to take care of it. He'll purify your heart. He'll do it every time. You're honest, willing, right? You gotta be you gotta be willing. <clears throat> Let's see here. I love that. Acts 26, 15. And I said, Who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, right? This is when he's he's uh he's he's showing himself to Paul. Paul this is the greatest example here of faith. I love this. Listen, because people just have this. It's in their minds that they, they have to have it figured out to follow and be used by God. Paul is on his way to murder Christians. <laughs> Nothing in him says that I'm going to become a Christian today. Nothing in him says I'm going to follow Jesus. No, he is on his way to kill people. And take people hostage who say they believe in Jesus. So if anybody doesn't have the right faith here, it's Paul. Yeah. And look what happens. It's just, it's amazing. And I said, who art thou, Lord? Because there was a bright light. And he goes blind. He falls down. And he realizes the being that's in front of him is God. Yeah. He just doesn't know who it is yet. 
So he's having a conversation with this immense light that shows up in his party. Some say they saw a great light. Some say they heard a voice that was around Paul. Paul saw it and heard it. And uh, I said, and I said, who art thou, Lord? See, he knows this is Lord. He knows this is God. And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecuted. Okay? But rise, stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness both uh, of these things which thou hast seen and of those things which I will appear unto thee. Delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles and whom now I send thee. Listen to this. This is the important part. 18. To open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Not only will it purify your hearts, it will sanctify you. Which is really the same thing. It's making you holy. That's your faith. It's nothing you can do. It's only who you can believe in. It's only if what he did was enough. And it's putting your faith in that. God, I don't feel sanctified. I don't feel holy. I don't feel worthy. That's where you put your faith in Him. But you are God. And you're going to make me what you want me to be. And I'm going to follow you despite what I'm struggling with, right? That's faith. It will sanctify you. It will purify your heart. It will sanctify you. Romans 1.16 For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. So the only way you're going to see this is in the faith. And by faith. And that's what makes you justified. Justified before the Lord. Meaning, just as you never sinned. That's what justified means. You get to stand before the Lord just as you've never sinned. Justified. Why? Because of the blood of Jesus. And your faith in Him. Not on your works. Not on anything you have to offer. Not on how worthy you are. On nothing else but faith in the name of Jesus and what Jesus did for you. It will sanctify you. It will justify you. Right? So it will purify you, sanctify you, justify you. Romans 4, 5. But to him that worketh not. No works. Get that. Get that in your mind. But to him that worketh not. But believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly. Justifieth the ungodly. Right? So faith is going after the ungodly. Not the godly. 
Faith is going after. Faith is looking to justify those that are ungodly. So just realize who you are, ungodly, <laughs> and say, justify me. Let me have faith. I want faith. Let me believe. Help my unbelief, Lord. I believe. Right? And therefore, faith is for you. His faith is counted, right? Remember, credit, counted for righteousness, right standing with God Almighty, the Holy One of the universe, who you have had crimes against Him, but yet He's blotting your sins out as far as the east is the west, choosing to forget them because of the payment that Jesus made on the cross. And we all have this access by faith and faith alone. And it's wonderful. Look at that. On him that justifieth the ungodly. Praise God. I'm ungodly. Now, I say that in a sense compared to God. Right? Compare yourself to the Lord. How godly are you? <laughs> You're just ungodly. That's as, that's, as, that's as much as we can get. You want, you want to see my works? They're all ungodly. Compared to Jesus. And so we're all on the same playing field, and we can all have the same faith. It is so simple. Just believe every word. Hallelujah. Just believe every word. That's what's that? Just be simple. Just believe every word. Have faith. <sighs> oh, it gets better. Romans 5.1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Now we have access to Jesus by our faith. Where we stand, we can rejoice. We don't have to be sad. We don't have to grieve. Over our state between us and God. Now we can rejoice, stand in His grace. Something totally unmerited. Grace is, is free. It, it's not something you deserve. And we can rejoice because He's justified and, and by faith. And we have access to Him by faith. So if you just have faith in God, you have full access to Jesus. Okay? And he is seated at the right hand of God. And he is for you and he's not against you. And he is your hope. And he is your salvation. And he is everything you need. And you have full access despite your sin. Hallelujah. It's good news. It's always been good news. What our minds will do is try to get us away from faith. Get us into works. Once you're into works, you'll condemn yourself. And once you feel condemned, you will not have access to God. Because you'll doubt, which will condemn. Any doubter won't receive anything from the Lord. But God is trying to convince you just to have faith. It is the most simple of all things. Even a child can understand that. That's what we say all the time. Even a child can. Children are of the kingdom of God. Why? 
it's easy for them to have faith. I took my kids on a hike some of that yesterday. We didn't come in until 7. It gets dark at 5 30. <laughs> Misjudge that hike a little bit. <laughs> we left at 2. It's Jesus crazy. But they, they just had faith in me. I was blessed. I had the flashlight. We had the trail. I had the reflectors. We're good to go. They just followed right along in the dark. And I had the lot. I only had one lot. I didn't bring this lot. <laughs> I didn't expect to be out there in dark. I just, I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I'm in the little middle of the woods with three toddlers. Like, Lord, help me. It's dark. But guess what? Y'all okay? We're okay, Dad. All of you. Just, just faith. <laughs> they, they didn't know where they were. Had no idea. And it's dark, they should be scared. But I kept checking, they're fine, just follow me. Middle of dark, we got out of there. <laughs> well, I said, are y'all okay? <laughs> but they just have faith, it's that easy. Am I worried about what they're doing, it's wrong or right? If they're behind me following, they're gonna be okay. Huh? He's the light bearer. In him is life. Doesn't matter how dark it gets. The trail is narrow. And it was. It was it's a weird story. Narrow trail. Only one. You couldn't walk beside each other. Narrow trail. You could fall off this way and you'd go rolling down all the way to the creek. Just about. It's, it's, I, I, maybe I'm not the best parent. But listen. I, I'm a good. I'm, I believe my kids are good hackers, so I'm just there to follow them, right? But we had a good time, and we made it out, and they were they were happy, and they were exhausted, and they went to sleep immediately when we got home. <laughs> but it's just that that sense of of just being childlike. Children don't worry about necessarily right and wrong; they just follow. They just believe. They listen. Uh, in in. In a sense, there. <laughs> in a sense. When, when, it, when it comes down to a path that needs to be taken, they will follow you. Right? And that's, that's, that's what following the Lord is like. There's paths to be taken in this life. Um, they'll be dark. They'll be dangerous. But we follow Him. And we do that by faith. Okay? Um, Romans 10, 16. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. And for Isaiah saith, and we just read this, Lord, who hath believed our report? Why? So then, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. You've got to hear the word of God. And believe it. And you really specifically need a word from God. You need to hear God. Right? You get a lot. Everybody in here needs a burning bush experience. I promise you. It'll change your life. 
because uh, I now I, I know I'm preaching the gospel and I'm reading words off the page. But when you see a bush and it begins to speak to you and it's on fire, you stop and you pay attention. And, and, and you let that thing change your life. That's what experiencing God is. If you haven't had that experience yet, then ask you. In faith, right? Not by any, any goodness you have to offer. Moses was running. Moses was running, living with his father-in-law, doing a bunch of nothing. While all his people were in bondage. And that's when God showed up to him. Right. You don't tell me you need to be worthy. You need to be good enough. Moses abandoned his people. And that's where he got his burning bush experience. You better believe God wants to talk to you. And once you... It comes by hearing. Moses had faith. When? The moment he heard that bush talk. He heard God. And that... And that's, that's what I mean. I can preach to you and you can believe based on my preaching. But really need the Holy Spirit to just speak something to you. That's right. And to do that, you've got to start, you've got to start needing God. Mm-hmm. My life is a mess. My, Moses' life is a mess. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he had thoughts of, what am I doing here? I was in Egypt. I was in the palace. My people are in slavery. I'm over here tending to sheep with my father-in-law. Wow. What am I doing with Guarantee it. <coughs> Burning bush happened, right? That's what you need. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans 14, 23. He and he that doubteth, oh, now I'm just about to show you. This is, this is really where it is. He that doubteth is damned with the disease. We're talking about eating and drinking and, and doing that in faith, but uh, <coughs> what this says is is damned if he eat, right? That's an old English word there, Trevor. Because he eateth not of faith. And then the overview here. For whatsoever is not of faith, and this is what gets us all, is sin. Okay? So there's there's your, your case with God. Right? There's your court case. You will stand and you will be severely uh, uh, wrong, right? For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. How many moments in your life can you think, well, I have not been in faith here and there and there? That's how many times you have not measured up, okay? That's why, number one, you need faith because faith counts you for righteousness, right? Overall faith. You're credited righteousness. Why? Because everything you do outside of faith, every decision you make, if you did not go to the Lord about it, it is sin, right? Sin separates you from God. Sin convicts you to hell. Sin and the end of sin is eternal death, okay? For anybody who doesn't. But, by faith, in Jesus, we escape all that judgment. We escape that condemnation. And we are in it no longer because he paid the price on that cross for us. But it's when we put our faith in him that it all gets transformed. It all gets accounted to our account. It all gets put in by faith. 
So we have to have faith because we have a lot of sin. That's what that verse means. Anything outside of faith is sin. And now it's, you've got a lot of sin, so you need faith in Jesus. So he will cover your sin, remove your sin, purify your hearts. Remember, justify you, purify you, sanctify you. Give you peace with God. Give you righteousness. That's what faith does. Not by anything you can work for but just because of what Jesus did. If you don't see it, that's okay, because faith are things that aren't seen. Wow. Praise the Lord, it's loud enough. You don't see it yet. Have faith that God will take you there, make you that. Wow. It says he's forming you into the image of God. Mm -hmm. I don't see it, Lord. <laughs> right? But have faith that through this life, he will take me from glory to glory. That's what faith is about. Forgetting those things are behind. If God's going to forget my sin, I am too. Why should I remember my sin if God's forgetting? If God's going to forgive my mistakes, throw them in the sea, forgiveness, uh, the debts, I am too. That's what he's doing. He's doing a lot of them. I got to get going. We got to go. All right. 1 Corinthians 2 5. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. These are those moments, those burning bush moments. And then uh, these moments when you when you get into faith and you start seeing God move. Mm -hmm. And that actually makes you have more faith. Yeah. You see. That was God. It had to be God. God lined that up. I couldn't make that happen. He just it'll start working your turning all the wheels in your head. You said, I would not have talked to this person. This wouldn't have happened. None of this would have happened. I see it's the power of God. Huh? Austin. Back here. It's the power of God. I'm not putting my man. My face is not in any wisdom. No wisdom can help Austin. That 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 condition is uncurable by modern doctors. So no wisdom of man is going to help. Power of God. Praise the Lord. Walk around healthy as a horse back there. <laughs> Don't put your faith in the wisdom of men or of yourself. But in the power of God. You start to have faith in God, you will watch God move in power in miraculous ways. And He'll do it. Why? Because you have your faith in Him. What you ask, you will receive. Because you're having faith. It's not based on your works, it's based on what He did. And we have access by faith to the throne room of heaven so that we can receive grace and mercy to help us in our time of need. That's all accessed by faith. It's amazing. All right. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Galatians 2, 16. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law, for by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. 
Ephesians 2.8. For by grace you are saved through faith. And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. You don't have anything to offer God. That's why it's grace. That's why it's a gift. That's why it's done by faith. He has everything to offer you. Eternal life. Purity. Sanctification. Justification. Access. Prayers being answered. We have everything to gain by following God and having faith in Him. And everything to lose if we don't. 2 Timothy 4.7 I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Right? Paul talks about being a fight. It's going to drive you nuts. It's going to drive you crazy. It's going to make you rethink some things. God, I thought you were going to do this. God, why wasn't you here when this happened? It's going to be a fight. If it was things you could see, it wouldn't be faith, would it? But you finish the course. You'll receive the full reward of faith. Fought the good fight. Finished the course. I've kept the faith. Keep it. Oh, yeah. That's all you got to do is just hold on to it. Just don't let it go. It's going to be extremely difficult, I promise you. It is a narrow path. So few there be to find it. You can barely fit in. It's through trials and tribulations that you get there. Don't let anybody preach any fuzzy message to you. It's just, yeah, God's just going to make your life a big bed of roses. It's going to be wonderful. No, the, the, the apostles, all of them died a martyr's death. Terrible, awful deaths. Most of them were persecuted, rejected by their home village. Most people lost their lives and lost everything else. Faith has never been about being in a bed of roses. It's about Obtaining something that you can't see that you know is the truth. And that conviction is so deep on you'll do anything. You'll do anything to be obedient to it. Do anything to be obedient to Jesus. Alright, we're almost done. We are going to read the discord here in uh, Hebrews 11. And then we'll, we'll pretty much done. Go on the airplane, round the runway. Let's go to Hebrews 11. And you will see the line of people that were not perfect, that obtained things by faith, right? Now faith, we'll just start verse 1 and, and continue. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith, 
Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Oh, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of him, them that diligently seek him. Now listen to this. This gives a mini definition of what faith is. Mm -hmm. Right? Without <laughs> faith, it is impossible to please him. So here's, here's, here's your two conditions. With, if you're not in faith, it's sin. And without faith, you don't please God. You understand that? But in faith, listen to this. It says there, He that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So that's, that's, that's the substance of faith there. Just believe it is. Believe that he's going to reward you if you seek him. Oh, yeah. Is there any cons here? That is extremely good news. Faith is about believing that God is real. And that he's going to reward you when you seek him. Hallelujah. What a wonderful God to believe in. Could it get any more simple, any more easy, any more great? I got to get through this. Here we go. By faith, Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, Moved with fear, prepared not to the saving of his house, by which he condemned the world and became heir of righteousness, which is by faith. By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed and he went out, not knowing whither he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, it has a, in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which yeah. hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Yeah. Through faith also Sarah herself conceived strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang there even of one and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of sky in multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they say such things, declare plainly, that seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they had came out, they might have had opportunity to have been returned. But now they desire a better country, that is, heavenly. Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. By faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. And he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called, accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, 
from whence also he received him in a figure. By faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshipped leaning upon the top of his staff. By faith Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandments concerning his bones. By faith Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of of his parents because they saw he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Through faith he kept the Passover, the sprinkling of blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea, and by dry land, which the Egyptians, assaying to do, were drowned. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. By faith the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not, when she had received the spies with peace. And what shall I say more? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, of Barak, and of Samson, and of uh, Jephthah, and of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fire, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Woman received their dead, raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, and moreover, of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, right, that's Solomon and were tempted, they were slain, they were sheepskins and goatskins. Oh, they wandered, they were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They, wa uh, they wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And all, and these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. God having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. <clears throat> now, that tells you, that's like a mini synopsis of the Old Testament there. All things that happened by and through faith. These are just ordinary people they chose to believe God. Because they, they took over kingdoms. I mean, I don't know what God wants you to do. But he wants you to live by faith. And he's wanting to do beyond what you can ask, think, or imagine in your life through faith. That's why it's so important 
to obtain it, to have it, not condemn yourself, to realize what faith is, who faith, uh, who your who your faith is in, right? The author and finisher of your faith. Uh, Hebrews twelve two, looking unto Jesus. Yeah, there you go. The author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of God. 1 Peter 1, 5-9. And we're, we're closing up here. Who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be saved in the last time, wherein you are greatly rejoiced through Though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness and manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found into the praise and honor and the glory of the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, you love, and whom, though you, now you see him not, yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your soul. See, Jesus is the author. He wants to begin your faith and he wants to end your faith. But in the middle of that, your faith will be under trial, under fire. Why? For the glory of God. So don't think it's strange if you are attacked on every side, ambushed in your mind, Tempted by sin, if you're in faith, the end reward of that faith is the salvation of your soul. All you got to do is hold on to Jesus. It is so simple. And see where God takes you. It's all by faith. It has nothing you have to offer, and it will never be anything you have to offer. It is what He has to offer you. And what he will do in your life if you choose to follow him. Last of 1 John 5 4. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory yes. that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is. Son of God. That's what faith is all about. Go ahead and play some song there. That's what faith is all about. Believing that Jesus is the Son of God. He's true. He's faithful. He keeps his promises. He's trustworthy. Despite all those good things that I mentioned, despite every promise in this Bible, despite everything God has to offer you, there's still some in this room today that will choose their own life. Just act like it didn't matter. It's not worth it. How about us? We go to Luke 18 here. Verse 8. 
Jesus is talking about his return. Because I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith on earth? That's Jesus' question to you. Because guess what? Faith will change your life. For some reason, God says there's few that find it. Few to think, I'll give it to you. Anybody that believes, God gives faith. Offer and finish. Anybody that believes. But people distrust in their self and refuse to believe in God. I don't get it. I didn't get it until I got it, right? Maybe they think they got a hold on their sin. <laughs> you think you got a hold of your sin? Anything outside of faith is sin. Ain't nobody got a hold on sin. <laughs> Altars are open. You want God to restore your faith, to give you faith, help your faith, grow your faith. Son of man come, shall he find faith on the earth. That's Jesus. Will it? It's up to you. That's up to you. Because that's all he requires. Faith. And notice faith isn't just something you say. We're in the Hall of Fame of Faith. It's what they did. Because they believed. What they did because they believed. There has to be substance and evidence behind what you say. Or it's just words. God said this many times. You're, you're close to me with your lips, but your hearts are far from me. I'm going to be real, genuine, life-changing faith. And more than that, others need their lives changed by your faith. It goes far beyond just you. Decisions, choices of faith in you, God. 
following. Let our faith impact others. Lord, we believe. Help our belief. In Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming. You are dismissed. You are around fellowship. Bless you guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate you all.